2010 saw one of the biggest manhunts in British police history. It took place in and around Newcastle, a proud and tough shipbuilding city in the northeast of England. The hunt was for just one man, Raoul Thomas Moat. But this isn't his story. This is a story about the traffic policeman he shot and blinded, Police Constable David Rathband. After three operations and nearly two weeks in hospital, he was able, with his wife Kath's help, to move around the ward. Are you sat on the stool? Yeah, yeah. Good. My left eye is completely bloodshot and my right eye has been sewn up. I can smell the stench of blood. For 13 days I have smelt nothing but blood. It's my first shower. I don't need to sit on a stool to have a shower. Are you okay? Yes. Do you need a towel? To get rid of the smell, I rub the soap into my eyes and sting them senseless. I don't care. The hot water rushes over me. And for a moment I forget. For a second I'm simply in the shower, just like everyone else who is simply in the shower with their eyes closed. Then I remember. Imagine blindfolding yourself and walking into a room full of razor blades and having to negotiate them by feeling. This is what I face. Nothing frightens me more. I feel like I'm facing a marathon. It takes me 15 minutes to reach the end of the corridor. I'm not terrified of the darkness, because I, I can still see lights here and here. I have simple patterns. I have straight lines. And sometimes detailed pictures of buildings. And sometimes it is just white light like the sun shining on a frozen lake on a beautiful winter's day. Does anyone know where I could get a round moat t-shirt? eBay won't allow the sale of them. I like them. It says here we can use bug ponds. We stick them on things. Why? Well, this is so we don't get lost in the kitchen. How the hell can you get lost in your own kitchen? We can also use a pen friend. This will help us attach and read audio labels. Who is paying for all of this? David. Yeah? We can worry about that later. No, really. I mean, how much did this watch cost? But it doesn't matter how much it cost. I want to sleep now. Are you sure you don't want to push through? It's only 5.30. I need to sleep. OK. Have you tried www.ralmo-t-shirt.com? My item arrived in just two days and it's excellent quality and beautifully packaged. The time is more o'clock. 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 This happens every night. 
Moat even gets through to the dark place that morphine takes you to. Facebook page R.I.P. Raoul Moat died aged 37, but for many you only live for seven days. I refuse to delete this page as it is just an R.I.P. page like any other. The government can't delete it either. End of R.I.P. It's a shame there's no afterlife or a piece of trash like him could suffer. The reality is his pain is gone. His demons are no more. They lay still like his rotten corpse, and like those who suffered at his hands and continue to do so. Nearly 20,000 likes, R.I.P. Ralmo. I'm loving this page. That's brilliant. I could spend all day laughing at the chavs who most probably didn't even know him proclaiming their undying love for a murdering, raping monster. The spelling is good too. Quality. Keep it up. R.I.P. Ralm. I hope you haunt all the sick, sad people who are bad-mouthing you. For God's sake, the man is dead. Now this is a page of respect, and we don't want all you sick haters on here. Do us all a favour and get back to the hating page where you can all agree and leave us alone to say what we want to say. Rest in peace, Ralph. Kiss, kiss, kiss. The time is more o'clock. The time is more o'clock. The time is more o'clock. And here I stay until 5am. Till I fall asleep, utterly exhausted. Then one morning in hospital, I wake up. I'm scared. Shh, David, it's early. Please wake up. I'm asleep. It's all black. Please, wake up. What time is it? I'm here. Thank you. What's happening? The lights have gone. Everything's all black in my head. Uh, isn't that normal? No. This is different. It was light before, and now it's dark. Yeah, uh, do you want me to call a doctor? No, no. Oh, Christ, what time is it? I, I don't know. I, I, tomorrow. <sighs> God, please help me, Kath, please. Help me, please, please, help uh, me. What, what, what do you want me to do? I don't know. Come here. I need to shut this down. Now the kids are coming today. No, no. I can't take them. Not not like this. I'm their dad. Yeah, that's why you must see them. Oh, God, Kath. Help me shut this down. Come on. Get up. If he comes again, you won't be here. There's a garden on the roof. And we can go up before the hospital wakes up. Just you and me. And we can hold this together, you and me. It's what we do. It's never going to be morning again, is it, Kath? It's never going to change. Of course it is. If nothing changes, then nothing... Nothing would grow. Come here. Yeah. They're going to let us home in a few days. You're doing really well. Yeah. And, and honey and spice miss you. <laughs> I've forgotten about the dogs. <laughs> well, they haven't forgotten about you. Oh. 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 Do, do you want to cry? Can you touch my eyes? Just put your palms over my eyes here. It's numb there, but I, I can feel the warmth here. Do you think that means that this eye is going to work again? Do you think so, Kath? I don't know, David, love. I don't think it will work again. Kath. I haven't got any eyes. I know, baby, I know. Shh. They mustn't know about this. You. The kids. No, no, they, this is for us. Now, come on, get up, get your dressing gown on. We're going upstairs. Yeah. 
We can't. Shh. Get up. Put this on. Come on. This way. This way. I can feel the sun. Reach out. There, there's a cherry blossom tree. <laughs> Can you see something? Do you want to see something? Oh. Oh. Go on. I, David Rathband, I am blind. I am blind and I shut this down. I close the box. I am Catherine Brand and I am blind and I shut this down. I close the box. Things will be better when we're home. Chris Heaton Harris MP. Will the Prime Minister consider having another conference call with Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, co-founder yeah, of yeah, Facebook, yeah, yeah. whose yeah. site is currently hosting yeah. RIP Raoul Mote, where a whole host of anti-police statements are posted? And can the Prime Minister have a conversation? With Mark Zuckerberg about removing this room. Yes. My, my honourable friend makes a very good point. Uh, as far as I can see, it is absolutely clear that Raoul Mote was a callous murderer. Yes. Full stop. End of story. And I cannot understand any wave, however small, of public sympathy for this man. There should be sympathy for his victims and for the havoc he wreaked in that community. There should be no sympathy for him. Facebook is a place where people can express their views and discuss things in an open way as they can and do in many other places. And as such, we sometimes find people discussing topics others may find distasteful. However, that is not a reason in itself to stop a debate from happening. We have 26 million people on Facebook in the UK, each of which has their own opinion. And they are entitled to express their views on Facebook as long as their comments do not violate our terms. It's the day I leave hospital. I have no idea how big this is. It's huge. Someone's tipped off the tabloids and there are paparazzi at every exit. I just want to walk into my house unassisted. I just want to walk into my kitchen in my house and see my kids. Suddenly, I feel the rush of the fresh air. I'm outside. Kath and another nurse tip me out of the wheelchair and drag me the three or four feet to the car. 
We fully at speed. Kath drives. I normally drive, but I can't. I follow every inch of that journey. I feel each manhole, and I know each junction. Kath tells me where I am, but I already know. I just know. Then the engine stops. There are two massive satellite trucks either side of our house. There were reporters and our drivers we pull in. Kath is furious. All I could think of was that I would never drive a car again. Get off our drive! Just leave us alone! Who the hell are you people? I stumbled out of the car and up the drive like a drunk. God, we were naive. Yeah, we soon worked out what they wanted. We hired a photographer, our own one. But they weren't interested in that. They preferred a telephoto lens. They want to see his face. A clear, unobstructed picture of my husband's beautiful face. They want to see where the pellets went in. They want to see where my eyes once were. Where the jelly slid down my cheek. They want to see blood coming down onto my chin. You can see the picture if you like. Just Google it. We didn't put those pictures there. When I'm in, the doorbell rings again and again and again and again. The phone doesn't stop ringing. Endless photographers' business cards being pushed through the letterbox. It's like the beginning of Harry Potter. My son now has a new character. He has become my guardian. He helps me round. And when I sit on the sofa, my daughter curls up next to me. We close all the curtains and we try and live. We have to sell our story. There's no choice, you see. When I see him upset, um, you know it's just... Uh, it's heartbreaking for yourself because there's nothing really you can do. It's just a situation that you've been put in and you've just got to find a way around it. I am angry, yeah. I, I'm really angry. I'm really angry that he's been robbed, you know, because, you know, he's a really good person and he didn't deserve it. Um, <clears throat> this one is just addressed to PC Rathband in Newcastle. David, wishing you all the best for a speedy recovery. Tom, oh, he's in the Royal Canadian Mountain Police. <laughs> Oh, another one from Canada. Um, keep your chin up and spirits, my brother in blue. You're a true guardian. Never forget that. You have a friend in Canada pulling for you 100%. Be well soon. Uh, this one says, uh, Dear David and family, your story touched the hearts of decent folk everywhere the world over. As an expat now living in America. May I extend my best wishes to you and your family. The British Bobbies are the finest in the world. Good luck. It's a nice one that, isn't it, David? Yeah. Is that quick? That's quick, right? It it's in, it's in front of you. I know where it is, Kath. I'm not a deaf head. The ones that work take an age. 
that's because they spend all their money on flash cars. Yeah, you're not wrong. What do I do now? But put your fingers here. Right. What, what, what do you want to do? I want to send an email to the nurses at the RVI to thank them. I said that. Right. Uh, command function five. Welcome to voiceover. Hello. Voiceover. Speaks descriptions of items on the screen. And She's a bit eager. What should I do now? Oh, press, press the space bar. Yeah. During this quick start, when you need to enter... Voiceover command, you will hear something like... Press the right arrow. Shall I give it a go? No, I'll do it. There's the tea. It's very hot. Be careful. There's a teaspoon in the cup. Can you not put it next to the 1,500 quid laptop? Fine, I'll put it over here. So, when I mouse over it, it says what it is. Mm -hmm. The mouse pad is the smooth bit, right? Screwed me. He has totally... He has totally screwed David, me. not in front of the kids. Shut it down. This is not how we do things. Not here. And not now. And not ever. I just want to send an email to say thank you. I don't care, David. This is what it is. I try and keep some things quite private from my wife. Because I don't think it's fair to burden her with all of my inner thoughts... But for 12 hours of the day, if I'm lucky, I'm, I consider myself to be sighted because I'm asleep. Then, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I see is darkness. And it's not very nice, but again, I either pull my socks up and get on with the day, or I shrink and sit in front of the television or listen to the radio. I'm not prepared to do that. I followed David on Twitter. Lots of people did. David allowed his followers to get right inside his experience with him. David's recovery was my recovery. It was the recovery of men in trouble all over the world. In 2010, no one really understood how to use Twitter. The difference between an hashtag and an at handle. Consequently, many private conversations are there forever, accessible by a simple search. It is from these fragments that this story has been made, from public-private inner thoughts. You know, most simply, uh, the kinds of stories we're used to um, since Aristotle's day forward is that, you know, a character that we identify with, who's maybe a little bit more heroic, and capable than ourselves, faces a series of challenges until they get to a place where there's a real reckoning. And at that point, things that we knew about the character from the very beginning, all of a sudden, make absolute sense in terms of where they've gotten. They, they 
go and they, they make a final choice, a final climactic choice, which seems unexpected to us in the moment. But once they make it, we realize, oh, that's the only thing that this character could have done, given who we know that character to be. Douglas Rushkoff, professor of media theory, Queen's College, City University of New York. So we sort of go from from a, a state of interest to excitement to terror, climax, can't take it anymore until that character makes the, the all-important decision, which then releases us from all that anxiety. You know, so it's crisis, climax, and sleep, or what I've called the male orgasm curve of narrative. And everything we've done all of our social constructs and institutions and religions and economies and businesses and plans and wars are based on that same structure of follow me up this hill. The ends will justify the means. If you keep your eyes on the prize, we'll get there and yay. And what what's happened to us now is we've realized that while that structure has been really good for motivating us into war and getting us to do terrible things or making us believe in an economy, that the payoff never really happens. Life doesn't really work this way. You know, you don't get to heaven. You don't get your retirement plan. We win the war, but everybody's still suffering. There's just, it doesn't work. And as we look in the world around us, the problems we have don't seem like things that we could, like Nazis, that we could just go and beat and win and yay. They seem much more chronic and ongoing, like terrorism and pollution and depression. These are all kind of not solvable, but they're uh, problems that you kind of learn to maintain, right? That you've got to get to some sort of a, a, a a steady state where we keep these things in control, like athlete's foot fungus. You don't cure it, you know? You just keep it at bay. How do I look? Come here and I'll tell you. <laughs> you look beautiful. Yeah, and you need a shower. Oh, it was brilliant, Kathy. What? This. What's that? That's a birdie onto the 16th. <laughs> and the ability to be an utter and complete... Idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that bit of you's been back for about a week. Now, get in that shower. We've got to be there at 8 o'clock. 6 or 7 p.m. Duncan tried to carry me bags, but I wasn't having any of it. Is that Dragon's Den star Duncan Bannatyne you're talking about? <laughs> Yes, it is. Duncan Bannatyne, patron of my charity, the Blue Lamp Foundation. Now, I just had to check, because you hadn't mentioned him for about five minutes. I thought it might be another Duncan Bannatyne. Get in the shower or I'm sitting on another table. I said to him, I'm carrying my own bags, thank you very much. <laughs> you know, I think he's going to be a proper mate. I'll, I'll help you with your bow tie. Coffee, local celebrity and BBC Time Tees radio presenter. Can we welcome David Rathband to the stage, please? Thank you, David. David, what was the highlight of the day? Highlight of the day, because it's a pretty exhausting day, it's just a wind-down time for you now, but highlight of the day, what would it be? Um, highlight of my day is my daughter's birthday. <laughs> Coming up on stage in such a beautiful dress, and, of course, having my wife and my son there. I don't feel anything for moat. 
I thought in time I would get angry, bitter, and all of the negative thoughts towards him. I watched his father on the telly saying that it was because he had been disowned or, you know, abandoned as a child. And at one point, I found myself feeling quite sorry for him. But then somebody mentioned that they hadn't had a father from when they were a child and they hadn't decided to go out and try and kill three people and successfully, obviously, kill one. And that just, quickly, that thought left me. And, and of course, the money raised tonight going to a great cause. Tell people who are not so far aware of your organisation, tell us all about it and your charity. OK, um, it was set up as a result of what happened to me. Um, you know... My wife and I had um, hospital TV to pay for, car parking, um, and you know my brother has flown from Australia. Yes. My mother-in-law had to come from Spain, and uh, and th- th- there's a massive amount of financial stress put on someone when they're injured, uh, criminally injured, whilst they're looking after people. You know, ambulance, yes. fire, and police, and it's all about helping those sort of people that, that care for other people when it's their darkest hour. I go to bed at night and sometimes I look to my left and his face is lying next to me on the pillow. And it's a face that I look at that shows him in death, not in life, which is, you know, which is horrific, but then it is in death. So I'm not going to spend the rest of my life thinking negative thoughts about him. He was what he was. He decided to do what he did and he'll be remembered for all those things. So why should I go down to the, you know, the depth of all those negative feelings, and I refuse to do that. You coming to bed, David? I'm not tired. I'll be up in a minute. How how have you been able to turn around from a real negative in your life to a real positive? I mean, walking in tonight and seeing hundreds of people, I mean, earlier on there, seeing people like Duncan Bannatyne in the audience and and, and Tim Healy and and Denise Welsh from Loose Women. You know, how, how... How do you manage to turn around from a year ago to where you are today? You know, what drives you? What's the things in your mind? What what drives you to where you are? Um, Come to bed, David, please. I I think what drives me on in my mind is um, I refuse to be beaten. I've always been competitive and I refuse to be beaten by such an evil thing that happened to me, by, by such an evil person. Come to bed, David. You'll have a headache in the morning. For the first time in a year, I'm not tired, and I'm staying up. I've just learnt to use Twitter. I get it. I bloody get it. And you know, this evening is testament to the good side of human nature. You you know, it it actually feels... Thank you. It it actually feels... I feel good about myself for looking after other people and trying to help. I mean, what more could you ask for in life? And you can sod off an old clock. Siri, open Twitter, dictate. Thank you to every single person that came tonight. Our first golf day and gala evening was a huge success. Thank you to every single person that came tonight. Our first golf day and gala evening was a huge success. Siri, open Twitter, dictate. 
How brilliant were at Haley Conway's encore dances. Thank you for your great efforts. The performances were fantastic. How brilliant were at Haley Conway's encore dances. Thank you for your great efforts. The performances were fantastic. Siri dictate. Hundreds of people across the world were affected physically, emotionally or psychologically and are even now still living with the effects of what happened in one week in July 2010. Our thoughts go out to all, as do our thanks to those who helped however they could, especially our emergency services. RIP Christopher Brown, 1981-2010. Character count exceeded. Thank you, Siri. Open Facebook. Double tap. Facebook. Siri? What does Siri mean? Siri means in Norwegian, beautiful woman who leads you to victory. Why are you called Siri? I was named after my creator's daughter. Who was your creator? My creator was Dag Kitlaus. What can I help you with? Tell me a joke. I don't really know any jokes. What do you believe? I believe that for every drop of rain that falls, a flower grows. Siri, do you love me? You are looking for love in all the wrong places. Siri, text wife. Which wife do you mean? Wife A or wife B? Siri, are you flirting with me? Roses are red, violets are blue. Haven't you got anything better to do? No, not really. I can't sleep. New tweet. New tweet button. Text field is editing. Dictate. Dictate. Retweet from Darren Rathband. Some people just make it even harder. Fools come in all shapes. Some people just make it even harder. Fools come in all shapes. Retweet. Dictate. Having more pellets taken out today. Dictate. Having more pellets taken out today. Alcohol next sleeping pills. Not working. Dictate. Dictate. Alcohol next. Sleeping pills not working. I can't sleep either. What? For months after the bomb went off, I couldn't sleep. Siri? Call me. Hashtag woman awake at night or, um, hashtag 77 survivor. You're kidding me, right? You're that woman. You just lost your teeth. The woman who was three feet away from Hasib Hussein when the bomb went off. Yeah. Three teeth. Shit. You should be dead. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. You've been drinking. How do you know? You posted it on Twitter. Oh, oh yeah. Don't drink. What? Don't drink. It'll make the post-traumatic stress disorder last longer if you do. How do you know? Believe me. <laughs> I know. Drink to celebrate. Nothing more. I've got a lot to celebrate. You have. I'm learning how to clock eat. What's that? That's when you imagine your plate as a clock face. You have your eggs at 12 o'clock or whatever. So you don't dip your chocolate biscuit in your ketchup. That's what I'm celebrating. Don't drink. No. I won't drink. From now on, I won't drink ever, ever, ever drink again. You are going to get better, you know. You just have to learn everything again. Everything? 
and then we'll have dinner and I won't get it all down my front. Get some sleep. Message me. David? David? Did you sleep down here all night? And if I did, I'm still a man, you know. Oh, I'm not saying anything. No, I know what you're thinking, though. Yeah, you've, you've got an interview with the BBC today. You think I don't know that? <sighs> what time is it? Oh, shit. I'm struggling to deal with being blind. I, I can deal with being shot. It, it happened. I, I can't change that. Yeah, I'm struggling. Peter White, presenter of Radio 4's In Touch. You say that you want to be able to do the things that you need to do for yourself. But does that mean that, to some extent, perhaps you are pushing away help that is being offered with the best of intentions? I've never ever turned down any help from anybody else that's offered. You know, fundamental help that I need, whether it be counselling or rehabilitation. I'm not that silly, but, uh, well, I'm different to other people. Everybody's different, and... And what annoys me is people treat you as a textbook case of, oh, it must be this Dave. Nobody ever came up to me when I was shot, or my family, and said, you know what, you're really going to need some help. You've got an appointment in three weeks' time. They've just let me to get on and do what I've done. I don't know whether this is my own perceptions and my insecurities, but... I hear people's voices when they're talking to me. Um, I feel the resentment in their voice for having to guide me round and, you know, when I'm asking for stuff. And it, the audible, yes, what, it gets louder and more unpleasant to listen to. There's lots of things like that. Do you think, to some extent, that you're imagining that? It's a sense of your own, perhaps, frustration at it. Or is that really happening? I'm sorry. You're mistaken. You couldn't have seen him with a woman yesterday. Goodbye. I don't know. I, I think it is happening. I think there's an element of the fact that it's my own insecurity with what I'm dealing with, you know, with, with what I'm dealing with. But but I'm quite astute to people's um, characters and stuff. I think I always had been. But he's his own person. He can come and go as he pleases, and I don't appreciate the insinuation. Thank you. Well, maybe it was a friend. He's got a lot of new friends. So, do you see hope at the end of this, both in terms of your personal relationship and in coming to terms with what has happened? I think, um, well, I've spoken to quite a few people over the last few months, and Everybody tells me you've got ten years before you realise you can deal with being blind. But at the moment, I can't even see the next twelve months. But, uh, well, I'm taking each day as it comes. I'm trying my best. It's tough, but, um, well, I've lasted fourteen months. (laughs) There are bits that keep me going, like for the last three months, it was the Great North Run. So I'll pick something else. Because I can't deal with keep concentrating on stumbling around my garden or going shopping and having to walk around with somebody's elbow. Oh, David. No. This was not part of the deal. 
Team Blue Lamp have completed the 2011 Virgin London Marathon. PC David Rathband and his guide, Steve White, crossed the finish line in 6 hours and 49 minutes. Just giving page, total donors 498. Total money raised, £18,541.97. 185% of total targets. Donation by Andy Cockhill on the 9th of the 5th, 2011. £15. Well done, Steve and David. That was a fantastic achievement. Donation by Nuz Courtney on the 6th of the 5th, 2011. £5. Just read your story in my hubby's police fed mag and wanted to give my support. Well done, guys. You do Britain proud. Dragon's Den star Duncan Bannatyne, 62, took the plunge for the Blue Lamp Foundation, which PC Rathband set up after he was shot and blinded by gunman Valmo last year. PC Rathband's son, Ashley, 17, organised the event and Bannatyne was persuaded by him to join in the abseiling at Newcastle's Vermont Hotel. Bannatyne said he's brave like his dad. Ashley added the thought of doing it was more frightening than actually doing it but I just kept thinking of how much more my dad went through. What, David? Are you you in some special club now? And don't I count anymore? Well, what's she got that I haven't got? Siri Dictate. Dictate. David Rathband, 3,016 tweets, 319 following, 11,042 followers. Sad to announce, Mrs R has called time on our marriage. Separation permanent. Sad to announce Mrs R has called time on our marriage. What are you doing? Don't do this. Don't open the box. Separation permanent. At Cathrath Band, 2,754 tweets, 605 following, 1,228 followers. With slight inaccuracy in the tweet by at PC David Rathband, he left us and refuses to come home. Hashtag the truth will out.